Hello, hello, gems, and welcome back to the B and E talk show. What's it gonna be with B and E? What are we going to eat, actually? That's a real question. Right. Today, we're going to be discussing the San Fernando Valley foods that we enjoy the mm -hmm. most. But let's first start off with how your 4th of July went, Brianna. My 4th of July, it was really chill. I hung out with family. It was family time. I wasn't celebrating anything. I just, you know, that's, yeah, we weren't, I wasn't celebrating. It was just, like, it was just family. Right. You know what cool. I mean? What about you? Same here. We uh, had a grill out at my house. We made some tilapia. We made a little bit of uh, some ribs. Nice. You know, some steak, chicken. We went in. But anyway, let's transition into what I really want to talk about, which, which I'm going to be eating tomorrow, which is omelets. Yes, omelets. Uh, what is your favorite omelet? What is your favorite type of omelet? I love... All omelets, I'm not really like that bad like, against any type of omelet, but I truly love spinach, mushroom, cheese, pepper mm -hmm. jack cheese especially, mm -hmm. uh, and red onions. Mm. Uh, and maybe a little bit of feta on top after it's cooked, and a little cilantro on top. My mouth is watering, That's Eddie. Right. Dang. I smell and taste the flavors I right can now. just see that omelet. So for me... Uh, yeah, how about you? I would say my omelet is really cheesy. You got the good cheese. We, you, you know, what kind of maybe, cheese? maybe, maybe, maybe jack cheese. Jack cheese. Yeah, or cheddar. Great. great. You know. How about both? How about both? A little bit of both world. But anyway, so we're gonna do that. We're gonna add the spinach. Okay. And then we're gonna add the mushroom. Okay. And we're gonna add the chicken. That's it. What kind of chicken do you like? Do you like fried chicken in your omelets? Would you rather have um, deli meat chicken? That's what I grew up doing back in the day, like yeah. cooking with turkey, ham, and just like a little yep. deli thing, put it in my omelet. Yeah. Classic. I, it's either that or um, shredded chicken. Mm. Good. Yeah. Well, where do you like getting your omelets from? Besides my um, my pan, my, my pan right, in the home. kitchen <laughs> at home, um, I would say... Ooh, IHOP, low-key. IHOP, right. IHOP, high-key. 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 That was the number one spot to eat omelets when I was, like, six and up until I was, you know, mm -hmm. 15, not really going to IHOP anymore. Uh, and now it's changed to IHOP, which I don't know if you've heard about. I, 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 so it's uh, International House of Burgers. Right. Yep. If they can't make pancakes, god damn it, they're going to make a mean burger, apparently. I think it's definitely an interesting marketing scheme. I mean, uh... <laughs> it is almost a scheme because I was gonna, they yeah. still make pancakes, but now they're still introducing introducing themselves as IHOP, but now rebranded as yeah. IHOP. It's so all about I don't know growth. if they're keeping both names in a way to market, or maybe they might go back. But they're doing great with that. I also like going to Denny's. Denny's is a pretty cool place for breakfast. And or late, late night. night munchies. Yep. Late night when you're hanging out with your friends or whatever. Or you just came back from bowling and you're like, hey, right. what else is there to do? Let's go to Denny's. Right. And That's everyone goes in. Everyone goes to Denny's. If you think about it, our parents, our ancestors, they all experienced being in their 20s and being young differently right today 
we got Starbucks, we got Chipotle, we got uh, Tutti Frutti, In-N-Out Burger, all in the same parking right. lot. Where at? The plant. Movie the plant? Theater. Where's the plant? Panorama City. Check it out, y'all. Check yes. out the Panorama City What mall. do we have there? We got some... Let's double check. I wrote a list I for I definitely guys. have been to the Starbucks there before, I believe, mm -hmm. after a show, because I used to go to Champs uh, High School. Mm -hmm. And been around the block right there before. Yeah, so we have In and Out, we have Starbucks, Tutti Frutti, Burger King, McDonald's, Chipotle, Uno Bur yes. Barbecue. That one's really good, Uno Barbecue. Mm -hmm. Um, or is it, oh no, I'm I'm not sure, but Togo's, Baskin Robbins, R.I.P. to Ra Baskin Robbins. They had it in our parking lot. Um, they they had it in the parking lot and um it shared. Little Caesars, there was a liquor store on the corner, and all the kids in the neighborhood would go there. This sounds like, honestly, like a very good lunch spot. Yeah. There's a lot of lunch areas right there, huh? What would you eat there? Out of all places, what do you think is the most lunch-worthy for you if you had to eat it today? What, from out of all those places you named? You said it, Chipotle? From the plant? Like yeah, from the plant. What would be a lunch? Um, I would go Because they to... have so many options. Oh, no, barbecue. Yeah? Yeah. What would you get there? The chicken. Different types of chicken. Oh, they have the chicken luau thing. They do. They do. They have the barbecue uh, teriyaki chicken mm -hmm. and all of that with it. It's just so good. And then they got the pasta. And then they got the rice. Right. And then you yeah, can do yeah, any right. type of meat you want. It, it's good. It's basically like a version of... Panda Express, but Hawaiian food, guys. So mm -hmm. hopefully you can understand where we're coming from with the flavors. They do have like pineapple, teriyaki, like you mentioned, uh, white rice. It's very, very good, uh, and it's good for you. It's yeah. a good portion, and it's it's not that expensive, but it's not the cheapest thing to eat either. Mm -hmm. But I would say try it out. And not too far from it is Waba Grill. There's a Wabba Grill, yes, Wabba, mm. Wabba Grill and uh, Flame Broiler. They're like healthier versions of a meal. So you don't want to eat too heavy, but you want to eat a meal. Right. You have the rice, you have the vegetables, you have the protein, the meat, whatever you need. The essentials. All of the essentials in a bowl. And I'm Quick, just easy bowl, huh? It, yeah, and it's gluten free and all of that. So that's definitely a healthier choice. But we have that in the San Fernando Valley. Right. Not too far from each other. I also like going to um, this Chinese spot down the street from my house, right on Lancashire and Irwin. That's it's right around there, mm -hmm. near the Superior. I think it's called Chinese Walk or something. It's great. You go in there, you pay them probably seven bucks for a just a two item box with rice and noodles mm -hmm. and you can honestly split that with two people or you can eat half of it now and then eat half of it later mm -hmm. and you get two meals out of it same for Some the spot shit. near my house it's called flaming walk i believe and uh yeah it's right in panorama city and they serve you big proportions that will last you like two days even and the food is five dollars and i'm like what what? Damn. Yes, it's you know five eighty, I believe, or something. Yeah. Um, I kind of random. Okay. Because it has too many types of food, and it's not a place that is just in the San Fernando Valley that I would pick as like one of my tops. But I love to go to Gelson's. Mm. They have this little sandwich place in the back, 
$8.99 for a sandwich, a little side pickle, mm -hmm. and you get a sandwich with like a croissant, either you get tuna, chicken, whatever the hell you want, mm -hmm. and you can get everything on it, and it's a really good area to go. Gelson's has very small, cheap, healthy meals for anyone on the go who's busy, business ready, and even a college student. I went to Gelson's and got clam chowder, and it was so good. They have bomb salads, too. They have two different types of salad bars right here. On the one on Laurel Canyon and Riverside. That one's really nice, but I know there's many others. But guys, check that out. Mm. They have really good poke there, too. The closest that I have had Okay. Um, to Hawaiian flavors. Oh, poke seriously. is so good. You actually turned me on to poke. I love poke. The seafood. You have crab meat. You have shrimp. You have... Uh, fish tuna you know what i mean tuna fish salmon salmon you have Spicy that all tuna. in a bowl with rice and you can add corn add a nom uh, add a, add right a, many places have know? different types of sauces like yuzu ponzu which happens to be a more citrusy sauce i love uh yuzu ponzu uh, it's a soy base citrus um yuzu is a type of citrus that is found i believe in japan mm. it's really really good and it somehow Led from Japan, being so sushi-oriented, to then leading that type of flavor palette to meet the Hawaiian flavor palette, mm. which created poke. Poke. So what? So you would say poke is a good lunch? Um, yeah. Yeah, poke is, is poke more lunch or dinner for you? Because I, I would say lunch. I would say lunch, maybe even brunch if you're going. Like, maybe if you're going to go with friends, go surfing. Or, you know, go to the beach. Okay. Maybe eat that before you go in. You know, kind of get yourself in the mood. It's a light food to eat, but it's also very good for activating the right muscles and giving the right protein to you. So I think mm -hmm. it's more of like a brunch, go out kind of thing. And that's definitely up your alley, too, because you are considered pescatarian, right? Yes, I am pescatarian and have been for three years. Yes. It's crazy, crazy journey that I just stopped eating meat and just like that, I can't eat meat again without having diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Too soon. It's a little personal, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Our people love us. But anyway, so um, for me, I definitely relate to you because I also, um, you know, it's the same for me. But um. Right. Well, how do you feel about sushi? Do you think sushi is more of a lunch? Or a dinner thing. Because it's definitely, not for me, a breakfast thing. Except miso soup. Or tamago. Is sushi more... Lunch? Lunch. Or dinner. Or dinner. Sushi is a date. Sushi is hanging out with people. Sushi is a group thing. I would say sushi could be dinner. Mmm, yeah. Yeah. You really think so? I don't know, because I know it's a light... No, sushi can be lunch. I think it Only honestly is very versatile. That it it, can, is. You, it depends if you want to get a bento box, and you're very kind of quick and easy, and you're just like trying to sit down, have a quick lunch. That's like a good one. But if you want to get all you can eat, go for dinner, right? Yeah. Like You've been waiting all day and eat that shit. And also, guys, make sure to um, comment under our post when we make a post about... Um, what our favorite types of uh, foods are. We what we would really and be. We need you guys. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. No. Seriously. I'm and just... soon we're also gonna be having um, a raffle sort of thing where we give a giveaway prize. 
maybe on our 25th podcast. Right now, 25, we... 25, yes. Right, on our 25th podcast, <clears throat> and we call that the Silver Ages. So right now, we are traveling through the Bronze Ages, mm. and we're getting our gold medals. This is our episode 11. Episode and 11. And we honestly hope you guys are enjoying this. Yes. We're having a good time. We've been learning a lot about podcasting, um, and that's that's why we wanted to bring up a different topic topic mm-hmm. which is food and we're still learning right. too you know food we're learning um food being our topic today is just kind of like we want to be vulnerable we want to be relatable and stuff so you know having us growing up in the same uh, vicinity town city whatever you want to call it it's still home for all of us and just about off that and i know i'm interrupting you mm-hmm. but i need to say this we are lucky enough to live in a city of so many abundance of food types, you know? Yeah. We have so many different types of cultures yeah. here. We have so many different types of food. like, And we have more and Mexican so restaurants many options. here. <laughs> so many options. One day, you can literally go and get um, breakfast. And then a breakfast, like an omelet and stuff. And then later on in the day, you get Chinese food. And then at nighttime, you get... You know what I mean? Right. Back in the day, it was almost like you just had to cook whatever was there and whatever they knew how to cook, whoever cooked. um, That was the food palette, the flavor palette you had. It was just your menu. You you didn't have a menu. And now we have so many different menus that we're able to choose from. See, that kind of messes me up, though. I mean, it doesn't mess me up, but only because I grew up with my um, parents having, you know, our um, homemade food. And it's just kind of like um, my mom say I come home and I say what's for dinner my mom would be like whatever I made you know what I mean and it was just like she would surprise us and it'd be oh we're having pasta tonight oh we're having pizza tonight oh we're having this tonight you know so it's not like oh I don't want that I'd rather have steak right. or uh, let's go to In-N-Out tonight you had to eat back yeah. in the day yep. right. and then when you get older you're like damn there's so many types of food now I'm like now I'm like oh can we go there oh right yeah, it's Jamaican food. Have you tried this place? It's like back in the day, your parents are now so shocked that we're able to express all the different types of food that we're able to taste and the things that we learn from tasting that food. Mm-hmm. It becomes part of our culture. And I believe millennials have been going through such a change of what culture can mean. Because yeah. it's so universal now because of the social media aspect of it all that we're, we're so connected yet so far apart but food truly brings us together food is comfort the central theme of what we are saying is that food is comfort comfort is what everyone wants comfort everyone wants and culture culture i mean everyone has culture and they don't know what their culture is that's what makes us and so when we're talking about foods it's a little bit about what we are that reflects us so right. if he comes over and we have, um, you know, we have dinner over at my house. My dinner, if I was at my house and we had dinner, it would probably be something different than what he's having that same right. night. My parents don't even cook often, to be honest. And I cook the majority of the food in the house. Mm-hmm. I use the kitchen the most. And I always make different plates. And it's so crazy to then go to other people's homes and they usually have like the same typical weekly meals because yeah. that's what 
it is in America to live with a budget, but it's also that I am able to create such a different form of understanding food with culture because I've taught myself so many different types of recipes from all around the world. And, and I and that's a, literally a part of my culture. It's a little separate than what my parents and your parents must have gone through. Yeah. But it's definitely our new cult, new version of culture. Because culture, I believe, is always changing. But right now, we, we're just in Mercury retrograde, and I think yeah. we're going through a lot of change. Yeah, um... Jupiter. I think we're going through Jupiter right now. Jupiter? Yeah. I don't know. I have to double check. But, um, yeah, it's just like right now we just have to, um, you know, find our culture, find what makes us and stuff like that. But, um, definitely I'm hungry, so I'm going to get a little snack. And I'm hungry too. So let's go eat and take a commercial break. We're going to be listening to Stir Fry by the Migos. It's a new song. I love it. You love it. Yes. You should love it too. Yes. All right, guys. Thank you so much, and keep listening on right after the commercial break. Yay! Girl, we're back on set. Oh, my bad. Hello, hello, gems, and welcome back to the B&E Talk Show. We just talked about different types of foods in the San Fernando Valley. We went over breakfast, lunch, dinner, and now we're going to dive right into dessert. Um, So we're going to talk about desserts, and then we're going to talk about drinks and late night snacks. So what are we going to start off with first? So I would love to bring up how many donut shops... We have in the valley. Yes. We have an abundance of donut shops, whether it's the Yum Yum Donuts, just a little bum corner Chinese donut shop On right there. Every corner. We got your bagels in there. You know, you can have your lunch breakfast. or breakfast. Yeah. Um, but I love going there for a dessert. Just a little quick snack. You get a little donut, you know? How about you, Bria? Do you like any other things of your dessert? Yeah, I. I like the uh, donut shops as well because they have near our school um, boba. Well, they, they don't sell boba, but they they sell um, those drinks with the the bobas that come with it. Um, right, the boba. Um, it, yeah, it's just boba. Right. So um, I also what else like do we to do eat boba. And- <laughs> Excuse me. I love eating flan. Flan is a Mexican dessert. It is uh, leche, sugar, a little bit of caramel drizzle. Uh, another great dessert I love to eat is arroz con leche. leche. Um, what, yes. kind of, what is that called again? It's not tapioca. Um, if y'all know what it is, hit us up on Instagram, DM me, because I forgot what arroz con leche means. In you don't English, know? Oh, I know it means it's it's rice in le- like cream. Rice with yeah. Um, arroz con leche is um r- rice with rice milk. Right, but what isn't there rice pudding? Rice pudding, yeah. There's another name for it, but the rice pudding is one of my favorite Mexican desserts. Yeah. Uh, very Central American, too, because it has that creaminess that I, I love. Um, I also like to eat green tea ice creams at my Chinese restaurants, you oh, know? It's usually the mochi. on the menu. And the mochi. Ooh, girl. The mochi. The mochi. Yes. That thing is good. I ha- I like the green tea or right. the chocolate. Ooh, the one with the chocolate. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I also like the one that's uh, bean, <laughs> bean flavored. 
Okay. Pretty good. It's uh one of the original mochi flavors. It's like bean. It's a sweet bean. Y'all should try it out. Mochi's great. Um, couple spots I like to hit up are always the Asian markets. The Asian yeah. markets always have mochi. Check them out. We have them all yeah. around the San Fernando Valley. Even if you go to Super Vallarta, certain places, or even Superior, some places have international food. And such, you could find flan, rice pudding, uh, and mochi. Even how to make your own boba at home, which is tapioca starch, but processed. Um, I also like getting deep fried ice creams at mm. Thai places. There's this really good Thai place in North Hollywood called the Swan Exotic Thai. I've ordered there honestly a few times from E24. Call me a fat ass what you want. I get my two dollar. <laughs> I get my two dollar coupon. Okay. Um, but I love having that stuff. You guys should check out their deep fried ice cream. That is worth going back for. Mm. How about you? Do you like ice cream or yogurt? I'm a chocolate type of person when it comes to like desserts. So if I go to a restaurant, I have to have that dark chocolate or that milk chocolate taste at the end. Can I ask you a question? What's up? Have you ever tried tiramisu? I believe so. Tiramisu is like uh, an espresso cake. But it has like a very thin layer of like a nice cocoa powder on top. Um, but it's very velvety and chocolatey at the same time. I think you should try that one. That sounds so good. What's your favorite chocolate type of dessert? I, Besides just chocolate. I love dark chocolate. So like a dark chocolate brownie Ooh. with the um, with some fudge. That sounds like diabetes, but right? But whipped cream on I'm top just of gonna that pretend bitch. I'm eating it. I'm not gonna eat it, okay? I care about my body, but <laughs> you know, it's just kind of like, yeah, dark chocolate or um, popcorn, kettle popcorn. Kettle corn popcorn's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, I would consider that a snack, but I really, I could just eat that all day. In the valley, do you know a place that you're able to go and get kettle corn popcorn? Uh, real quick. Besides, besides the a grocery store? Besides the 99, yeah. Um, no, where? Um, there is a specific brand that they sell in Universal Studios. I'm not sure what the company name is called, but they have, like, a zebra flavor. They have mm. a kettle corn flavor. Oh, this, yo, yeah, you know the red one. About? Yeah, the red coned popcorn bag. Um, those are super My dad great. used to bring They're, those all the time from work. They're always oh at, like, gosh. the popping spots, especially at, like, places like the Grove. Those are so good, and it has chocolate in it. Right. I want one. But I also I like to have coffee uh, ice cream, mm. but I really love coffee yogurt that I get at Yogurtland, Munchies. You know, recently, I actually tried um, a coffee-flavored cupcake. How was that? It was interesting. I was, you know, I was like, am I going to get energy from this? Did you, know? you? I mean, sometimes you can. I think I had... No, I was tired. I was more hungry because I went I went to, I went to um, someone's house and all they had was dessert. So I had a cupcake and I was more hungry. But... Where did they get the desserts from? Well, it was a uh, going away party for someone at my church. And everyone came together and they had acai bowls. I, I Acai bowls is actually a really good dessert to try too. It has fruit in it, different types so of fruit. It's a good breakfast. Oh yeah, good breakfast too. You know, you know what we should do? Yeah. We should eat breakfast, lunch, dinner, and have snacks. That's how you're supposed to eat. You're supposed to eat like six times a day. Right. And then you have to have snacks in between and drink lots of water. 
So. Right. I want to talk a little bit more about drinks. I like yeah. getting many types of drinks all around the valley, especially the taco trucks. They have horchata. They have jamaica. Yes. They have... Um, um, what is it? Tamarindo. Chicharron. Chich- I, I think... No, I don't Chicharron know. Chicharron is know big. <laughs> <laughs> I know the food of, you know, the I Spanish... I can't remember what it's called, but it's like... It's really good. It's like brown... Tamarindo. Something, something like that. Tamarindo I, is like a... I wish I remember. Almost like a sweet bean kind of thing. I don't remember, but they come from pods. They're super good, and you can eat them just right out of the pod. You can't eat the seed or the pod part, obviously, but you Mm. eat the inside of the meat, and it's super good. It's almost like a taffy. Mm. Uh, Very cultural thing for me growing up in the valley. Yeah. I always had tamarindo candies. Um, Oh, remember? Remember, sorry to cut you off, but you remember Lucas? Lucas. Yes, yes, growing up with Lucas and Tahin. Tahin. When we had our mangoes, I love mangoes, it's really good fruit. When you eat a mango, put Tahin on top of it. I am telling you guys, you your mouth will water. It's so good. It's so good. Exactly. Uh, another place I like to get some good food at, but especially drinks, uh, cheap alcoholic drinks just a shout out at an old place I used to work at okay uh called paleo diner mm-hmm. not great business strategy I'm not trying to put them down but when I did work there not the best business strategies but the best business strategy of having cheap um but really quality beer okay. and I like going there it's a good spot in NoHo there's also a great Los Tres Hermanos has a um a oh. couple good drinks there too i've heard of the, yeah i heard about that um i also like getting coffee sometimes like espressos maybe one day out of the blue do you do it or uh, cappuccinos are you a starbucks starbucks person or are you like i have to make coffee at home more of like i'll make coffee at home but if one day i'm feeling like i need an espresso but mix as like a cappuccino or flat white or something like that I would prefer to go to a small little place, neighborhood place, and get it. Okay. There's a lot of places in Studio City. I would like to mention Aroma Cafe. Mm. Um, they're I've an amazing place to go to. They have many different lunch, drink items, dinner even. So cafes even. Right. People don't appreciate cafes anymore. Not enough. You know, not enough. Cafes have different types of drinks. You got coffee. You can have hot chocolate. You know, cafes just... You can get a salad. It's a mini restaurant. You know, right. if you want to, I mean, Starbucks, you're to yourself. That's your workplace. That's your socialized, let me have a meeting in public place. But right. when you go to cafes, you're sitting with that person and you're absorbing that environment. You're getting that culture in that place. So it's all about culture, too. It's the way you're raised. Exactly. With, um, things. Um, some other place I would like to recommend to maybe drink some sodas mm-hmm. okay is, drink soda honestly I, I don't truly drink soda but I like the new machines they have all around the new fast food chain places where they have that new Coca-Cola and we're not sponsored by these people but I am name dropping because this is what's the truth yeah um, but they have these almost looking like a tele like a um, a teleportation machine mixed with a vending machine, but it also kind of looks like an outhouse. Okay. Uh, but it dispenses drinks. 
they have them at McDonald's. Oh, I know what you're, you're talking you about. Know, they have the machines and you're able to try all these different flavors. Yeah, it's just like a touch screen. Right. We're That's definitely cool. going into the future, guys. Right. Again, I can't stress enough. We need to vote. Yeah. Okay. Vote in November. Please vote November. Midterm elections are coming. The midterm elections are coming. And you know what else is coming? What's up? The late night snacks. The late night snacks. Yes. What is your favorite? What was your... Okay. Think about how you were young. How you were when you were younger. Mm -hmm. And you know, you go to parties and stuff. And you're like, man, I could really go for something to eat. Were you like a Jack in the Box type of person? What type of person were you? Okay. So sometimes... Um, I would eat Carl's Jr., okay. but I figured out that the way you need to go, you need to go to Jack in the Box and get their goddamn lunch yes. meals. They know what they're doing. They, they seriously stepped up the game and created this new box, um, carne phenomenon. The carne asada Oh, no, the, the munchies. Yeah, the munchie Five meals. Five dollar munchies. Yeah, they created this, uh, phenomenon all around the new fast food restaurants, yeah. Like Taco Bell even has a new $5 box. What? It's not that new, but it's been around for a minute. But because the munchie meal happened. And I just want to shout out Jack in the Box for doing that the first time. Yeah. And one of the first Jack in the Boxes that I tried a munchie meal at was in Van Nuys. The one across from Champs Charter High School. Yeah. Repping the 818. Right next to Arby's. Shout out to the Arby's. RIP to the Arby's. RIP. Because that was, that Arby's was our lunch, our cafeteria. That's where we hung out at lunch. Hey, I'm going to go to Arby's. I'll meet you across the street. Oh, okay. Let me just finish this um, essay. And let me, then after, can we go to Jack in the Box for the milkshakes? Which, milkshakes are a really good late night snack. Yeah, they have curly fries. I didn't mention it for desserts, but yeah. They have curly fries, too. Fries are good as a late night snack. They're not good for you, but they're good for the soul. Yeah, we're not promoting. We definitely want you guys to care for your bodies and be healthy. healthy. Cucumbers. But we're talking about the past. This is like, let me go to a party. Or, or, you know, I just remember, 7-Eleven. That's a good late night snack. Late night snacks at 7-Eleven. They even have nachos out there, man. They're they all do. around the valley. Uh, you can go... Uh, they're all around LA. The chicken wings, too. I know what you're talking about. They're right. that little slot. They even have hot dogs. Like, I don't care what anyone says. I've never honestly had the hot dogs there. But yeah. I've seen... I've had many friends who've eaten it. And it's apparently goddamn great. Mm. So, I don't know what anyone's talking about. And what, why it sounds like it's been there for two days. Because they... I don't think they would do that. Mm-hmm. Policy. But anyway... What's another one? Um, I like having egg sandwiches late night okay. snacks kind of like a quick little sandwich you know bagel a little bit of cheese slice uh, a little bit of maybe some mustard a little mayo and um i add maybe you know one or two eggs and that's it you know it sounds really good that's like a it. really really good late night snack because you were just talking about um oh you know what that's it that's, that's it, it. Right. that's it that's our thing <laughs> But um, we're just going to move it back with our own little flow. You feel that flow? That was a transition right there. Right. So we're going to talk about late night snacks. I was talking about fruit. I want to talk about fruit because I love mangoes and grapes and strawberries and bananas. So when I have that sweet tooth and I'm like, mm, maybe should I, I should, have ice cream? Right? Maybe <laughs> I should ha- eat healthy rather than eating that ice cream. Right. And that's how you do it. Yeah, I love having fruit as a late night snack when you're ha- needing to have 
some sort of munching sweet craving, but you don't want to take all those calories without some sort of fiber intake. Um, I also would like to mention a bad habit that I had, um, eating chips. Oh, yeah. Right before going to bed, maybe if I'm awake at, like, 1 a.m. and me and my friends are hanging out and mm-hmm. we might be eating a bag of chips. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the smartest thing to be eating mm-hmm. at 1 a.m. before you go to bed, but that is a true late-night snack. Well, hey. Do you if, ever get... If you... Let me just say one thing. Right. If you like chips and you're like, I just need something to, to snack on, Popcorn. I would say the next step for that would be popcorn. Even if you have a sweet tooth, try a little bit of um, um, sweet popcorn, the kettle popcorn. Right. Like we said earlier in the dessert section. Yeah. But it can also be a late night a snack. snack. Yeah. Not all late night snacks are desserts. We, are, we can also say waffles are great as a late night snack. Oh, wow. Yeah. Breakfast so, for dinner oh, that was is... A, yes. It's a late night snack. Yeah, Ten, sometimes. Yeah. sometimes. Sometimes it can be. Yeah, sometimes it's a late night snack. But definitely, breakfast for dinner is good. Um, milkshakes. Milkshakes can be a late night snack too. Sometimes. I mean, I would like to have it right around dinner time. Maybe after I eat dinner. At, you yeah. know, after a burger or something. Yeah. That's not unhealthy. You know, like Mel's Diner. I know it's not the healthiest thing. but That sounds so unhealthy, guys. That's like 1950s kind of flow. Yeah. But anyway, guys, we hope you have been enjoying this podcast. We're going to be moving into a new song that I enjoy very much and just recently introduced Brianna to. It is called Wait, um, the B. Amos remix by Latrice Royale from season four of RuPaul's Drag Race. And season one of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. Y'all should check her out and see you guys soon. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. This is episode number 11 of the B&E Talk Show. This is where we discuss common topics weekly, and we are based in the San Fernando Valley. What's it going to be with B&E? We talked about different types of foods and cuisines that you can eat in the San Fernando Valley. Yum, yum, yum. And let me mention not just yummy, yum food, but let's mention our website at www.betalkshow.com. Again, what is that, Brianna? www.betalkshow.com. We soon will be giving out prizes within season three and or four. Right now we are in season two of the yes. b Talk Show. We are splitting up each, uh, every 10 episodes as their own seasons and creating new content very soon. So keep on listening on and stay tuned. www.betalkshow.com Thank you guys so much. <laughs>